Raven Precision Podcast. I'm Don Bruins, your host. Today we are going to be talking autonomy. We'll get the latest uh, information from Paul Wellbig. All right, welcome. Today I'm uh, joined by Paul Wellbig. I usually ask everybody to introduce themselves, Paul, but I don't know. I don't even think you need an introduction, do you? Doesn't everybody know who Paul <laughs> Wellbig is out there? Uh, All right. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, okay. I'm picking on you a little bit, but that's all right. Uh, well, today I've asked Paul to join us. We wanted to do a little update on autonomy and how that's been going. Uh, you know, we've been out in the field with the equipment over the last year and getting some customer feedback. And you know Paul's been a big part of that. So I'm going to pass it off to Paul to give us a little update on what's going on out there in the field. Awesome. Well, thanks, Don. And yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I have been with Raven a long time, been in the industry and, uh, you know, for been with Raven for a little over 20 years, been in the industry my entire career. Don't want to date myself too much, so I'm not going to get into all that. But well, that's why uh, I don't introduce in, myself, Paul. <laughs> that's right. So uh, but being in the in the space for a long time and, you know, primarily around precision agriculture uh, for for most of my career. Um, I can't think of a more exciting time to be a part of agriculture and precision agriculture and all the other tech buzzwords we want to use for the future than than we're than we're in right now, right? Like it's just yep. super exciting, and uh, kind of seeing all the different pieces like come together to provide a lot of value to to our customers, to the industry, and definitely help address a lot of the challenges that uh, many of them are facing today. And then, you know, we can start to foresee those in the future. So it seems like, uh, as I've said before, you know, that autonomy is kind of like the the culmination of all those things kind of put together. Right. And it's going to be the next revolution in agriculture. Yep. So yep. we're putting all the pieces together into that one uh, one unit there, right? Exactly. Exactly. It starts with, you know, I'd say the, you know, kind of going back to why are we doing this or, you know, what's, what's, you know, I know that it's pretty exciting to see a driverless uh, machine in the field, just as it is kind of neat to see a driverless car and some of the other things that we've seen out in the world. But uh, coming back to, you know, why are we doing this? I mean, it's, it's to help our customers help some of the challenges and one of, you know, first and foremost, it's addressing a labor shortage in, in the yep. industry. And, and, uh, you know, we still got a, a lot of work to get done in a short period of time. You know, mother nature doesn't wait, right? Like mother no. nature pretty well sets yep. the tone as far as how much time we have available. Um, you know, we're trying to optimize yields and profitability on the farm as much as we can. We're usually dealt usually, um, you know, an interesting hand uh, every single year. Every single year is different, but the acres got to get covered. The work's got to get done. Um, and, you know, just the dynamics of everything going on, like we're just, you know, time and time again, when we're talking to customers, talking to ag retailers, growers, uh, all sorts of folks in between, like, you know, this is their number one challenge. Hey, it's just hard to find good help these days. And there's a lot of machinery that's sitting idle, um, in the most busiest time of the year because they just don't have someone to be able to operate that. So um, trying to automate as many of these functions as we can, trying to put, you know, um, 
a lot more control into maybe some other uh, people's hands, I think does have, a, you know, show a lot of promise into addressing a lot of these, a lot of these issues. And so that's part of the why and, yep. you know, to increase productivity um, and to try to keep making progress on that, on that path, if you will. Yeah, that's, well, it was the first step, you know, automating the tractor you're in, and now it's, the, well, just automate that other one that's over there and uh, start to getting that accomplished. Uh, it, it, you're right. Uh, we hear that all the time, that it's just uh, limited resources, and it's really, again, this spring, or at least around here, limited time. The window's very short to get in. So, yeah, I, I guess the direction, Paul, I mean, you talked about uh, that path, the path to autonomy. That's always the 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 raven buzzwords these days i don't know if that's the direction you want to talk next or some of the customer experience there uh, yeah yeah how they're absolutely. coming together yeah so i think it is important to kind of point that out and 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 talk through that a little bit that uh, we do we think of this as a journey um you know and kind of as you know we kind of talk about like five levels of autonomy uh level 1 being kind of today's maybe traditional precision egg, it's auto steer, you've got a display, you've got control mm -hmm. systems, and you got some level of uh, automation in your cab today. And whereas skipping all the way ahead to level five is full autonomy. Uh, press a button and the robot does its thing and it's unsupervised and it just kind of does its work. And, yep. you know, kind of when we talk about this autonomous world, we often want to skip from one to five, right? Uh, but the reality is, um, it it's it's not going to be successful jumping from one to five. A, you know, uh, level five is not widely available, or you know, in the in the industry or, or whatever. But um, you know, there's there's definitely some fundamentals or some pieces and parts that kind of uh, are can be helpful on that journey ahead. So, and it is a journey. I would say that some things that we've learned already in our experiences so far is, you know, uh, you know, making progress, you know, you get something in the field, you try some uh, scenarios and, you know, guess what? It doesn't always work to plan. Right. Yeah. And you find <laughs> out things that, Hey, that they didn't work quite as well as we hoped. But the other kind of more interesting thing is we found things that were more beneficial um, or maybe applied in a little different sort of way. Um, than we anticipated. So that's been a, a positive byproduct of some of the yeah. efforts. So, um, but to describe a little bit of those steps and those, that path a little bit, you know, where I said like level one is kind of today's, you know, traditional precision part uh, farming practices. Level two is where I'd say we add connectivity to the mix. So um, and again, just thinking back to some of the technologies we've brought to market, some of our competitors, some of the other industry partners, if you will, um, connectivity became kind of that next phase um, of being able to be, um, you know, optimized from, you know, uh, a remote sense uh, yep. off board or yep. maybe you're not right. in the cab, but you have visibility and capabilities that are outside of that cab. And so. Uh, you know, part of that is coordination and optimization between multiple machines. So it has this opportunity, you know, and, the, and we, we see this today. We have several customers that leverage this today. It's like using multiple machines in the same field yep. uh, for the same job and those types of things. So that, that technology exists. It, 
It helps, uh, like I said, build, you know, increase efficiency, productivity, and optimize. So uh, that's a building block that's really important. Connectivity is just really important. Um, level yep. three um, would be more like taking that a step further and, you know, hey, are there other things we can automate on that machine that maybe we we could take advantage of that, um, you know, on top of what we do already that gives that operator more flexibility and what we call like operator assisted uh, autonomy. So, you know, can we enhance that experience even more, even though there's someone in the cab, uh, can we take full control of that machine? Can we, you know, I'd use VSN as an example, uh, our row guidance solution that, you know, even though GPS is great and auto steer is great, it hasn't, you know, really addressed one of the other main problems is, you know, spraying post-emerge in between the rows and trying not to, yep. uh, you know, damage the crop and all those other things and adding a lot of stress to the operator and so on. Hey, now we're able to actually take control. We can see the rows, we can steer it, and the operator is just in the cab, you know, making sure that everything's uh, operating properly and so on. So continuously adding automation, headland turning, all those other things, propulsion control, like speeding up, slowing down the machine, sure. braking when necessary. Like those are all things that, again, even though an operator may be in the cab, now maybe you can leverage um, a less experienced operator uh, and still do a quality job, still, um, you know, kind of delight the customers with what, what we're able to do on that. But although there's still an operator in a cab. So we would kind of call that like level three. Level four is kind of where, you know, uh, we're we're seeing, you know, uh, again great progress today with what we call Omni Drive, Omni Power, a lot of these other technologies that we have, which is supervised autonomy, where you're actually taking someone out of the cab, and it's fully automated, but it's still supervised from the edge of the field or somewhere in proximity. So uh, that's where a lot of energy, a lot of a lot of the innovation development is going on is kind of in that level three, level four area. Um, and, you know, always on a path probably to full autonomy level five, which yep. I think is, you okay. know, a little bit further out in the future. Right. Well, uh, I might even be able to get in on a level three and run a machine one of these days again, but that, that'd be go. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're pretty nice, I guess, Paul. I maybe be kicked back and ride around as it steers and speeds uh, up, slows down and turns around on the ends for me. So... Exactly. Sounds all right. Well, you know, we're seeing that and, you know, we've had machines. I think there's been a lot of buzz around some of the, the customers out there, some of the ag retailers running the Omni Power units out in the field. Uh, I mean, what kind of feedback and experiences? You said we're, we're running them, we're learning some things. Uh, is there any feedback you want to uh, tell us about there? Yeah, we had a great experience, I would say, for uh Fall application, you know, fall of 21 into the winter um, with uh, several partners across the, the country, across the Corn Belt, if you will, extending yep. from Wyoming border, uh, eastern Colorado, all the way east to, to um, Ohio area and yep. everywhere in between and, and kind of different scenarios. Um, and we saw a lot of different things, mostly. So we focused on spreading fertilizer. Uh, so we just try to simplify, you know, uh, the operations a little bit 
and just work through some uh, various logistics and other types of things. But uh, the overall feedback we got was very positive running. And again, this was OmniPower. So it's a driverless um, self-propelled applicator yep. with a spinner box on it that has variable swath width. It's got section control, highly accurate. That was one of the takeaways that uh, our customer says like, wow, this, this machine is very accurate as far as applying the product. One of the reasons is it, you know, it's driven by computer basically. So, um, you know, there's, it's consistent. It does not vary based on, you know, maybe, um, operator influence. So, um, if, if, (laughs) if you've been out in a field and you've run one of these machines and you're about halfway through the field, you're looking, uh, in the bin and you're like, I'm not sure we have enough product to make it to the end of the field. You start fudging the, you know, the rate and you, you're going to try to make it work. Uh, you just don't trust it. And yep. what we found is in this case, they trusted the machine, they went for it and it, it usually came out very, very accurate just as pres- prescribed from the beginning. And so yep. you do have the op- opportunity to make adjustments and things like that. Um, from the tablet, from the software yep. that's running it. But, uh, you know, the, if you, if you trust what you're seeing, uh, it more times than not, it, it came out very accurate. So that, that was one big positive that, that we saw ran several thousand acres. Like I said, across many regions across the country. And, uh, I'd say one of the most interesting things that came out of it was, uh, when I mentioned coordination, multi, uh, multi-machine capabilities, yep. um, that was kind of a big aha moment for a lot of the, a lot of our partners when they actually were able to run an OmniPower machine in the same field as a traditional floater or an applicator, oh, yeah. uh, also yep. spreading fertilizer. So, and, and in some cases, the actual operator of the OmniPower was in the cab of the other machine. <laughs> And yeah. again, this was base technology that's available oh, through yeah. Slingshot and Raven and so on. Like it was ex- an extension of that. And so the operators in the machine running, you know, they could do the headlands and kind of get some of the uh, waterways or, you know, other types of oblong areas in the field kind of taken care of. And then they send the guidance lines to the OmniPower to do the long rows. And that thing just starts going back and forth and spreading. In other cases, they did like skip row, follow the leader type of an approach where they were right next to the machine. And and so the real kind of neat thing about that is if you think about it, you're doubling the size of your your boom in a sense, right? Like right. Uh, yep. you're doubling your capacity with one operator. So we've increased that ratio of machine per operator. You know, in this case, it was two to one. Um, you could essentially go three to one if you wanted to and, sure. and beyond. So um, that was kind of the biggest takeaway that a lot of these partners came back with and said, wow, um, that's, that was, they hadn't thought of that before. Sure. Uh, once they started to apply that, they really saw the benefits because you still need people probably around this technology. Um, but it's what, what these people are doing. And so rather than eliminating the operator as you know, we might say initially, what we're really mm-hmm. saying is we're reallocating some of that labor, yes. like certain yep. folks might be doing these types of tasks when in the past, maybe they hadn't before considered sure. that. So, and there's just general excitement around, you know, this types of, this type of uh, technology. 
Um, primarily, we've, we're seeing it from the younger generation that you know are coming into agriculture, and maybe they're just not so sure. You know, let's face it, we're we're talking about people. We're in rural areas, right? Like, yep. Right. Some might say some, you know, out in the sticks in some regards. So it's hard <laughs> to recruit people, keep people. Yeah. Um, and when they see this type of technology that they're able to actually run it, uh, be a part of it, uh, all that, they get really, really excited about that. So we've had other partners that have been like, this has been a huge recruiting tool for them right in their local area. Like they've been, uh, we've got one that's been taken Omnipower to different high schools and, um, you know, tech schools and community yeah. colleges and, you know, anywhere where they're getting, talent Getting great and, students, and showcasing yeah. this and saying, Hey, you know, this is, you know, some of them are coming from the robotics team. Right. Uh, yep. and Hey, this is just a big gigantic robot that, that can be operated. And so seeing a lot of excitement around that as well. And, and kind of, again, kind of an interesting, um, byproduct of being able to implement something like this. So those are, I guess, a few of the key nuggets that we've seen uh, from our experiences, you know, starting last fall and even into this yeah. spring so far. No, that's uh, that. Well, there's a lot of good nuggets in there, Paul. I do, do appreciate that. And it's uh, even just to think about the last one you talk about. I know we've had a lot of buzz with interns this year and just thinking of the the opportunities that some of these partners have to, you know, recruit um, some of those students, high school students and that to show them there is cool and exciting things out here in ag and uh you know even if we are out here as you said out in the sticks it's uh, still fun to play <laughs> that's right yeah yeah so well um anything else or any other big exciting things that you need to we, you know autonomy's all big exciting so that's why i throw <laughs> that number out there so yeah it's always uh, hard to contain the you know the the enthusiasm and, you know, and everything that's going on, it is a fast moving, um, dynamic kind of world we're living in here and, and yeah. all that. I would, I would say that, um, a few, a few things. One is, you know, we just continue to make improvements along the way. We get the feedback yeah. from the field. Um, we've, you know, you know, large part of this technology is the software and, and all the technology that goes on to it. And so, there's been massive improvements with that, um, even yeah. in a short period of time that we've we've been doing this. And so, user interface is better. Um, just the connectivity, the you know, just kind of how it all works together has just. There's just been a yeah. lot of improvements. I won't get into the details about it, but um, it's been exciting to see. Um, it may not be obvious, um, but you know how this how these machines are operated are. Um, you know, like in OmniPower, there's two modes. There's a manual mode, which there's a remote control that looks very much like an Xbox controller. Yep, right. So if you're just moving it around, you know, uh, the yard, you're moving it in the field like you're standing there, you can just, you know, run this controller. Um, it's four-wheel drive, um, four-wheel steer, um, you know, 173 horsepower engine on it, you know, all this kind of stuff. So it's fairly easy to move around. But, uh, you know, as it goes into autonomy mode, though, now it's all driven by software. So yep. um, our software, you, you create the boundary. It automatically creates a path plan. You have you can modify the path plan on this. It's run on a tablet or a laptop computer. Yep. Um, most people are familiar with that. 
Um, and then you're just able to uh, monitor the progress as it goes, and you're able to interface with the actual machine from that tablet. There's no cab, there's no steering wheel, there's no seat, <laughs> right. right? So yep. everything has to be, it kind of forces you to work remotely and, and yep. in a driverless setting. So um, again, those are, we've just made a lot of improvements with that. Everything's um, captured in slingshot. So we've got, you know, uh, productivity metrics and how many acres did you cover? How much time did you spend? You know, all those types of things are also benefits to, to utilizing this technology. So that's yep. one thing. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is we actually have released a new model, a new oh. machine uh, yep. this year, which is pretty exciting. So uh, it's called the 3200. So it's the newest, uh, if you want to call it model year 2022 machine. Yep. Uh, we we rolled that out at Commodity Classic this year, and uh, it it was all the buzz at the show, and I spent a lot of time. I was I felt like I was tethered to that machine. I wasn't <laughs> able to leave because we had so many people that were yep. coming That's up asking everybody questions said. and all that. So, yep. um, again, it's kind of based on feedback we've gotten from the field. Um, you know that that we were able to make modifications. It's got more horsepower, um, and then it's got a uh, completely overhauled, updated uh, hydraulic system. You know, the, the wheel motors are run hydraulically. Yep. Um, and so we improved the motors, the plumbing, you know, the whole hydraulic system in, uh, in general. And the combination between the increased horsepower and the hydraulic system yielded a, about a 50% increase in power to the ground. So torque, you know, uh, it's more efficient. Um, yep. It just runs better. So that's yep. been a huge improvement as well as we beefed up the frame as well. So we um, addressed some of the weak points that uh, after some wear and tear we we noticed. And so we addressed yep. that too. So it's just a beefier frame, um, you know, more efficient machine, you know, all that. So we're going to continue to build on that platform, kind of continue in the future to build out, make more improvements as we go forward. But it's exciting to see. You know, we're not stopping now. Like we're, right. we just continue to pump a lot of time, resources, investment. Ravens made a huge investments in this. We're just going to keep going. And of course, that's not our only autonomous platform. We have Omni Drive, and yep. we've got some other things in the works. You know, like we're just continuously uh, building on this and moving it forward. So super yep. excited about where where we are today, as well as where we can be in the future. Yep. Well, to your point, the building off other things and bringing new things. I, I think that to your point, a lot of it built off the level three, as you talked about the, the guy in the cab, bringing him VSN and those type of things. I'm guessing, as uh, you said, we'll be working and growing it. It probably also starts even doing more and more pieces for that level of operator. So that guy's still sitting in the cab. Uh, and uh, those are things that we'll improve on as we keep growing the autonomy piece out too. So Absolutely. That, uh, that, it's a very good point there. because we have learned that some things that we've learned in autonomy can be very applicable to, yep. you know, yep. the driver in the cab and, and making that experience better for them. And so, yeah, it kind of goes yep. both ways. Yeah. So, well, Paul, I would uh, appreciate everything. I don't know if you have anything else, but I, I do like your thoughts of 
the thing you talked about, the OmniPower and how the operation of that, how it's tablet-based, it, you know, at the farm shows and demo days, we sure do get a lot of interest in watching the path planning and how they operate that. But I still think if we'd let everybody stand in line to be able to drive it around with the remote, we'd still have probably a bigger crowd. Everybody just <laughs> loves the. We've had a lot of people out at our center, and we'll, we've got the opportunity to drive it. It's just like a big remote control car. It's awesome. <laughs> That's right. And it's a very good point. We are going to be at all the major uh, farm shows again this this coming summer. Um, yep. So we're going to be at Farm Progress Show, and we'll be at Maggie. We're going to be at Husker Harvest Days and a few others. So you bet. Yep. I would definitely encourage our listeners to, to look us up and see where we're going to be. And if you'll have that opportunity to see it in action. That's the other thing that's that people often say when they see one in person is like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Like, yes, yeah, it, it is great to see it on in person. And like you said, um, you might have the opportunity to actually drive one if you're nice to us. So we can, <laughs> we can accommodate that as well. Uh, maybe, maybe don't promise too much, Paul. <laughs> we'll right. all get in trouble. <laughs> all right. Well, um, anything else? like to add today paul i think we've covered it don i appreciate the time and it's been my pleasure to kind of talk talk this over with you i appreciate it paul thanks a lot